Rebel Nation, welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, and Gordon Ford. And straight ahead to the five, to the two, to the one! In the end zone is Jerry and Ely! Touchdown, Ole Miss! Bringing you the lowdown on everything with Ole Miss Athletics. Near side, there's a pitch, it's on the turf! And the Rebels recover it! Don't just sit on the sidelines, be part of the show. Text in your questions and comments to 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. 1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. Deal for Rodriguez. He'll go coast to coast. One handed stuff with a right hand. Swung on, fly ball, deep field. That ball is long gone, headed toward the scoreboard, hit right below it, and the Rebels take a one to nothing lead on a bomb by Tim Elko. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. Now, here's your host, Gary Darby. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary, Chuck, Gordon, Yancey, we're all in the house. We're here in North Mississippi back in uh, the saddle again. And to talk with you after football season's regular season is done, we've got basketball discussion to get into today as well. We'll get Harry Harrison on. In the next segment, we will have the almost basketball coach Kermit Davis on as well. And we'll continue with... A look at recruiting. We will look into the C Spire Connerly Trophy watch list. One final regular season time. We'll do a lot of different things along the way. Since we were last here, almost lost the Egg Bowl 24-22. Basketball successful, but lost in the championship game over the weekend. So we'll kind of get into all of that for you as we go. Mr. Chuck, hello. What's going on, fella? Another day. Yeah. Finish up the month of November. Not a happy day for uh <laughs> For football fan fandom, I guess maybe it depends on how you look at it, right? It is for Mississippi State fans. That's, that's correct. <laughs> that's correct. Um, well, you know, hey, th- we didn't deserve to win the game. I mean, the way I saw it, I'm, you may see it different, but um, State shut us down in the second half with a lot of run blitzes and zero coverages and made us look bad. I mean, you know, and that. We're lucky that we had a chance at the end that Will Rogers fumbled on the three-yard line, and then we put together a really good drive to get us back in it and hopefully put it in overtime. But then, uh, you know, shovel pass with for the two-pointer, eh, not my favorite. Yep, and then, you know, had to use the two timeouts there, too, at the end, so you had to onside uh, kick. You had to do those kinds of things while trying to get the two-point conversion. Gary, you don't use those timeouts. They're not going to be aggressive with that ball, right, when they get it back on the failed two-pointer. You'd think. And, you know, you go timeout, timeout, timeout. You get the ball about about a minute 04, minute 14, and you got plenty of time uh, to come down and line up for a field goal. Uh, it just – that was really a backbreaker. Lane said in the press conference, though, Chuck, that he had substituted somebody and then they slow played it, as we've seen now when you do substitute a player. There wasn't enough time on the clock to get the call in. I mean, to get the playoff and then the second time out he used because they didn't like the defensive set State was in. So I guess if you do the first one, you know, you're kind of well, all they started in. To, he was griping because they started to play clock before. They got, know, they they, got yeah. going. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, regardless, they had to use a timeout yeah. to stop it from being a delay of game. So. But, I mean, you know, we didn't play good enough to win. 
miss the bottom line. It we, was a circus, Chuck. You know, those yeah. last three weeks was a complete circus, and it wore on everybody. And, you know, it was kind of almost like an NCAA probation when you get the letter, right? Everything's hanging over the program. It was just a circus. Call it like it is. The whole yeah. Woodney or Woodney or Willie or Wanny and uh, Lane Kiffin is still – you know, the coach at Ole Miss, and uh, now you'll wait and see whatever is next. You could text message the program at 662-426-1093. Some of you have a couple of baseball, uh, pardon me, football questions, a couple of basketball questions to get into, and we'll get to those coming up later in the program, 662-426-1093. Go ahead, Gordon. No, I thought I'm like Chuck. I don't think they played good enough to win, and uh, State ended up beating them in, but but at the end of the day, like Destry rides again in that old show, the Portal King rides again. He's still here. Well, we'll see what the Portal has for us. First part of the show brought to you by First South Farm Credit. Over 100 years of experience supporting our communities and agriculture, ready to guide you through your financial journey at First South Farm Credit. Now, yes? So Ole Miss has got four that have entered the Portal already. Okay. Uh, quarterback Luke Altmeyer, which is no surprise. Running back Kentrell Bullock, which is no surprise. Defensive end linebacker Brandon Mack, which is no surprise. The only surprise to me was DeMond Clowney, defensive end linebacker. I thought he'd stick around. I thought he had a good future here. But I think the problem is he's too small for a, a, a hand-on-the-ground defensive end in a three-man front, which it seems like they're bound and determined to keep running. And – uh he he doesn't have a good enough lateral movement for an outside linebacker in the three in the three man front. He'd be ideal in a four man front with a stand up defensive end, and that's what he'll do. He'll go to a school with that. Over two hundred in the portal today, and one of the things that I saw. Time now for some thoughts from Yancey from Outback Steakhouse. Our friend Steve Grantham currently runs nine Outback Steakhouse locations in Mississippi and Tennessee, and here they are. Thank you, Gary. First thought of the day, I, for one, I'm excited about Lane Kiffin returning. The makeup for the 2022 uh, three-team can be special, blowing up the team because Kiffin stuck to his policy of not discussing coaching rumors and contracts until the end of the year would have been the wrong move. Kudos to Key Carter to stick into his guns. Second, Egg Bowl. thought it was simply lost in one simple area. MSU decided to go to a zero-blitz defense in the second half, and Ole Miss never adjusted into the final drive. Third thought, looking at the transfer portal, here are the biggest uh, areas that need to be addressed. Go find a backup quarterback, two proven receivers, regardless of what Mingo does. Grab two tight ends, a rush in, two linebackers, a quarterback, and for goodness sakes, a punter. Fourth thought, personally, I'm happy to see the news that Auburn hired Hugh Freeze. He paid for his mistakes, and most of us know he will do big things on the Plains. The Tigers finally got it right this time. Fifth thought, hey, Ole Miss fans, you have something unique brewing with this Ole Miss basketball team. Get to the pavilion. You'll be glad you did. Harry Harrison's on the other side. We think car. We want you to think Canada. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. 
We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthland.com. Equal housing lender. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Attention, Camp Lejeune toxic water victims. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson with important information that you need to know. If you or a loved one lived or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987 and developed cancer or another major disease, you may have a claim for money damages. To have your claim reviewed, call Roberts Wilson PA Injury Lawyers at 662-533-9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Welcome back to the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Gary Darby with you here in studio with Chuck. And with Gordon and with Yancey, as we are bringing this one to you on uh, the final show of November, we'll move into December. We've got Harry Harrison scheduled to be on with us. This portion of the show brought to you by Gateway Tire, serving you since 1929, 54 locations across six states. Gateway Tire goes the distance to uh, for you. Harry, are you with us today? Man, I'm with you. I thought maybe y'all playing that song for me. I was once a young man. <laughs> we all were, Harry. <laughs> I think I was. You, I can't remember I've never that had far a back. Season go by as quick as this one. I'll tell you that much. It's, Ooh, it's that's the truth. Amazing. Oh my goodness! Absolutely. Well, Harry, but you you know, looking at the Egg Bowl, um, I, I'm not like a lot of fans. I thought the defense played pretty good. They made some big plays, forced some turnovers, held State to 24 points. Yep. Um, I thought this was in the lap of the offense, and I I hate to point fingers, but that's what it looked like to me. Well, Chuck, I have to agree with you. I thought, you know, there was some, you know, I, I go back to that three-man front trying to stop a run, and, and, of course, State didn't come in as a running team, averaging 77 yards a game. I think they wound up with 90-something in the game, but that wasn't the difference in the game. Uh, Rebels held them to 24 points defensively, and uh, offense got in the red zone first three times, three field goals. You know, the same, same scenario we had over at Arkansas. And then we went for it on fourth down and didn't make it. You know, had we kicked the field goal there, that would have been the difference in the game at the end. But I just thought our, our, our red zone offensive line just got got smoked. We couldn't get our run game started, Chuck, because, uh, you know, uh, Judkins would break through the line momentarily. And, you know, our defensive lineman or linebacker would tackle him within two or three yards of the line of scrimmage. Never got him out in the open. And I just thought that was uh, – 
you know, Zach Evans, you know, for whatever reason, didn't have a, a very good game either. And it all starts up front. I really thought that was the difference in the game. No question. I, I thought I thought de, uh, State's defensive plan and their defensive front six or seven pretty pretty salty. I thought they were too, Chuck, and and I liked what they did walking guys up. I, that's what I said in the pregame. That's what the Rebels needed to do. You don't have to blitz every time, but make him think you are. You, you can drop out of it, or you can bring one and drop one, whatever you want to do. But don't don't do the same thing every play. And I thought we got into too many three man rushes and and eight drops. But once again, I still don't think that was the difference in the game. I thought our offense only scored, you know, the twenty two points was the difference in the game. Too many field goals in the red zone, not enough touchdowns. And what do you think the issue was in the red zone the last few games? Uh, Harry, I mean, execution or getting whipped up front? Or... I, I think, I think. well, I mean, you can say execution, but you, you basically you're getting whipped, Chuck. I thought their defensive front and, and their front six played better than our front front six, or if you include the tight end. I just thought they whipped us up front when you get down there. At some point, uh, you know, we all run this spread offense and it's smoking mirrors a lot of times, but when you get inside the red zone, Sometimes it's not smoking mirrors, Chuck. You got to get a hat on a hat, and, and the, the best guy's got to win. And uh, I just didn't think we got that done the other night. Well, so what's your guess on? Um, I mean, I know you don't know, and neither does anybody. What's what's your guess on a bowl game? So we're guessing tonight, right? Yeah, yeah, totally <laughs> right. guessing. Well, I mean, I, you know, I'm reading just like everybody else is. I think it's an outside chance we wound up down deep down in Florida. I'm thinking possibly Gator Bowl or or uh, or uh, the uh, Music City Bowl in Nashville. I think that probably fits our our uh, resume. One of those two games. I, you know, once again, it depends. Uh, can somebody get beat in the top four on Saturday and Alabama slip in in the national you know playoffs? I mean, if you really had two teams in the playoffs. And that cuts down on the on the guys up ahead of us, and so we got to wait and see. One certainly for that to shake out, but you know you got Tennessee, you got Alabama, you got LSU is going to be ahead of us, and so one of them will be in the Sugar Bowl, one could be in the Orange Bowl, uh, but uh, you know you, if you get two in the playoffs, then that certainly would help. But you know if that doesn't happen, then I think we drop down the order, and I think it would be you know possibly Gator Bowl or possibly uh, Music City Bowl in Nashville. Harry, I'm I'm a firm believer that uh, that you are what your record says you are. This is an eight and fourteen. It is, Chuck. I just thought the last three games, and and and, and you know, this is one of those unique seasons when all the the chatter started after Auburn fired their guy second week of October, and all that uh, distraction continued to build and continued to build and continued to build. And, you know, let's blame the media. We're part of that. But everybody had their opinion. They just knew it was right because they knew somebody who knew somebody. And as it turned out, it turned out like we thought it was going to be Chuck. He's going to stay here and be our coach. Uh, and Hugh Freeze was announced today as the head coach at Auburn, and he'll do well there. I'm happy for him. But, uh, you know, I, I don't care what the players said. If you let that distraction come into your head just once during the game, that's one too many, and it, it can certainly take away what you're out there trying to do or, or your preparation to get. And then I thought also, again, Chuck, you know, Casey Kelly got hurt uh, earlier in the season, maybe against Alabama, and then was unable to play uh, much at all. He got re, re-injured at Arkansas, didn't even dress the other night, and then, you know, Trigg nowhere to be found. And uh, so, you know, I, I thought Jonathan Mingo did a really good job of trying to be that H-back, even though that's not what he does. 
Uh, at least he was. He looked apart. But I think we, you know, I think from a tight end standpoint, we we missed some opportunities not having one of those guys in there. Absolutely, because uh, in this offense, in the run game, the the tight end is important, and and, and we just didn't have one. No, that's right. That's exactly right. A lot of times that H back will come across the formation and pick up that offside end, and in our our safety creeping up to make some plays behind the line of scrimmage. And State did that a few times. We didn't get that blocked, and I thought that was important as the game wore on. But once again, I don't think you can score twenty two points a game uh, against your rival and expect to win every year. Harry, looking back on the season now, going into the year, what is your biggest surprise? pleasant surprise about this team and maybe unpleasant surprise about this team? Well, I thought uh, our run game really turned out better than I was giving it credit for. I mean, I knew we had some, some terrific backs. I just wasn't, wasn't sure how well our run game offense with our offensive line was going to be. I knew we had some veterans up there, but I thought that we, we well exceeded what I was predicting from a run standpoint. Yancey, I thought we'd be more you know, balance from a run-pass standpoint. And I thought Jackson Dart got better. I thought we hit a little lull kind of in the middle of the season. But I thought – I really thought that Saturday uh, – excuse me, last Thursday was Jackson Dart's best game. I really did. Uh, uh, he was able to get away from pressure from time to time, make some good throws. And I thought he found the right hot receiver each time he got an opportunity. So, I think I think we got a bright future with him next year as the quarterback. I think having those 12 games – under his belt and hopefully uh, we'll go through a bowl game and no injury there. But, uh, I, you know, I thought that uh, we knew, you know, we knew it was going to be a fall off from Matt Corral. There was no way it couldn't be, right? And so I thought that, that kind of played out like I thought. But, you know, Matt probably won the Tennessee game for us last year, kind of put us on his shoulders and maybe another game. And Jackson was not ready to do that. I didn't think he was uh, of that caliber yet. Now, that's not to mention next year he could very well do the same thing. But, uh I thought that played out like it did, and uh, I thought our defense would be a little little saltier down the down the uh, end of the road, and, and I thought we gave up some you know some pretty big yards and some chunk plays, especially against Arkansas. I thought we really gave up some chunk plays there, but uh, you know I, I can't see too many things I thought would be different other than I, I thought the run game was better than I really thought it was going to be going into the season. Harry, I thought that. Uh... As the competition got better, our two young offensive tackles sort of got exposed with with their inexperience. I think they're really going to be quality players moving forward, but their lack of experience didn't show against lesser teams, but it did as you got against the better teams. And I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And that may have something to do with the red zone scoring too, Chuck. It very well could be. Uh I think they both got a lot of ability in the you know, his first year in the, in the fire, and I think next year and beyond it's going to be really good. Uh, it depends on who's coming back on that offensive line. You know, do you get? Uh, uh, we know we're going to lose uh, Nick Broker, but beyond that, do we know? You know, and we really don't. So if all the other four come back, we'll be in good shape. And you, you know, place Eli Acker in there, and somebody else. They got some young guys that are really high on. The, uh, I think it's Cushman, the offensive guard, they're really high on. And so he'll see a lot of the field next year. So the future is very bright for Ole Miss football, guys. All right, my buddy. We'll catch up with you on another Monday night down the road. Thanks for being with us. All right. Sorry, Enjoy talking Thank to you, Harry. Harry Harrison with us on the show tonight. We've got text messages and a few other things to go on the program. It's the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline.
Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family, from dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Can you imagine years of hard work and saving and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings? Paxton Faris and the Faris Group have over 20 years and a process working towards success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Faris Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Faris Group, farisgroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Faris Group, your partner in retirement. Registered representatives offer securities through Security America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. The Faris Group, LLC, and Securities America companies are separate entities. Attention, Camp Lejeune toxic water victims. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson with important information that you need to know. If you or a loved one lived or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987 and developed cancer or another major disease, you may have a claim for money damages. To have your claim reviewed, call Roberts Wilson PA Injury Lawyers at 662-533-9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Time for those text messages brought to you by Cannon Cleary McGraw. Then we'll get the Rebel Injury Report from Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Let's start basketball first on the texts, and that is, do you feel this basketball team will make the NCAA tournament? Yes, I do. And explain. And I'll tell you why. Right. A, they've got better players. They're more cohesive. I don't know if you've had a chance to watch them or not, but they played in that tournament and went to the finals with a lot of good teams in there, and the SEC is weaker this year. They've lost a lot of coaches, and they've lost a lot of players. I think there's six new jobs open where I don't think that they've really replaced people in a strong way, and I think that's at least six wins. So what do you got to win, 12 or 14 to get in? So I think the Rebels win 20 to 21 games. You heard it here first. There you go. Mr. Gordon. I, I got to say this. The tournament down there changed my perception of them quite a bit. They got, they still got problems putting the ball in the hole. Yeah. If they figure that out, they play good defense. But they they're better at well. it than they were. They play good defense. They rebound. They just got to start shooting. I got to see them twice and, and called the game against UT Martin, you know, on the radio. I'll say this. He's deeper than he has been. Mm-hmm. There's, there's deeper talent mm-hmm. here. Um, and a, we'll get that great conversation coming up with him a little bit later on. And I think it did show there. And, I mean, had the opportunities. The shots just didn't fall, as Chuck said, that at the end, trying to score in the last that's two minutes. A, that's a common refrain, though, in the last couple of years. And somebody's got to step up. 
All right, let's get into the football side. With the noise of the last two weeks, LK needs to recruit well and win bowl game. Agree? Well, sure. That's <laughs> always a, an objective. I mean, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, another one is, I don't know about you guys, but it's like the Rebels completely abandoned their offensive identity. On the opening drive and most of the game, Judkins has to touch the ball no matter what the script calls for. Your thoughts? Yes, sir. Absolutely. And, and I thought State – showed some looks that you would rather throw against than run, but you still have to get him in a rhythm somehow. You know, especially when you got down in that red zone, down inside. Yeah, give him the ball. But how much does that tight end not being there blocking? Uh, it's substantial, but, but but give him the ball. Let's see. You still got to get Let's that blood going, right? Yeah. And the final one is how much or how many staff changes do you expect after the bowl game. Oh, that's that's unpredictable as it can be. I understand that there's two or three of them expect to be promoted at other schools, you know, from a position coach to a coordinator. I heard Charlie Weiss is in line maybe to be the head coach at FAU where he was a coordinator under Lane. So all that's going to be moving parts till we won't know. To guess is just silly. And that there will be changes of, oh, some, yeah. of sure. some kind. Sure. I don't think there's any doubt there'll be changes. How many, who knows? History shows that over half the staff changes each year with Kiffin. And that's just that's just a matter of fact and the way it is, and we'll see how all of that will play out. Now to the injury report, if we have any, Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Yeah, Ruffin. Can't, can't wait for him to come back off that bone bruise. I I thought he'd be back by now, Gordon. You know anything on that? Well, uh, Dick Vitale, when they were talking about you know doing the play-by-play on the game, said that they expect him to be back by the Memphis game. But we'll have Coach Davis on, and he can confirm that. But yeah. that's what they had said. He was also calling it an ACL, which he has obviously well, he's 84 years old and had a stroke, man. I mean, come on. He's hard to listen to now. Goodness yeah, gracious. He's pretty bad. Poor thing. Yeah. Poor so, thing. What, Talk talk about Casey Kelly. Uh, Kiffin said that he had surgery on his shoulder last week. Uh, what's what's this situation? You know anything? Yeah, he's probably out. I mean, I probably out, but I don't know that for a fact. Um, and you know, Trig is still lollygagging around. I that, that young man's got to grow up. That's just all it is to it. He's he's been healthy for three weeks, and he's a no show. I heard he's late for meetings, late for practice you know dragging around not doing what he's supposed to do that's immaturity he's not a bad kid that's just immaturity and and he's got to grow up because he's too good a talent to be on the sidelines not playing too good Six six two four two six one zero nine three is the number to text message in. This one, this injury part kind of comes from me because in watching and, and following along, there was so much about the hamstring and Jalen Robinson. I think was huge not to have out there in some speed situation for Ole Miss. Yeah, and he just couldn't get that well. Yeah, I mean, and it's it was all year. It's, Pretty much the same with Jalen Knox. That's true. Yeah. You know, and, and Jalen is a guy that caught 55 passes at Missouri in one year. I mean, he's he's a player. and We never could get him healthy and get him on the field, just like Jalen Robinson. Six six two four two six one zero nine three. coming up. The head coach of the Ole Miss basketball team, Kermit Davis, will be with us, and we'll get into the tournament there. Plus, uh, we'll do one more of these regular season ceasefire trophy watch list just uh, four teams to talk about and then the nominees again anybody have any any well in the last one minute or so that we have here anything yancey that you want to bring up before we head to the break 
Yeah, I mean, I just think that the portal coming up on December 5th is just going to be monster for next year's team, and, and Lane's got to address the areas of need that I spoke of in the five thoughts. With all the coaching changes, too, right, this December signing day, Wisconsin is, boom, hired a guy. Nebraska's gotten a guy. Auburn finally got their guy. I mean, it's a lot of openings and things, and it's changed that landscape, Well, too. and let me tell you something. I think that that's something that the NCAA didn't take into account when they initiated this early signing, that this is the time when new staffs come in and the fired guys go out and it just disrupts. Imagine if Lane Kiffin had left and gone to Auburn. It would have blown this recruiting whole, class completely right. up, and the new guy wouldn't have time to resurrect it. None. And, you know, that's why Auburn gets rid of theirs early. Georgia Tech got rid of theirs, to, you know, what, week four or whatever it is. That's why guys are getting fired when they're getting fired now. But, Chuck, what, what do you do about the transfer portal regardless if you move the high school uh, early signing period and made it back to February? Those those college kids have still got to have a decision before during the it, Christmas yeah. break. So what yeah. do you do? I, I, I don't know. But. There's no solution. And it's going to get worse because more and more schools are going to start changing coaches during the season to have their ducks yeah. in a row for December the 5th. Yeah, and more and more kids are going to start going in the transfer portal too. If you're not playing, what? why not? You know? Yep. That's why they, I spent high turnover this year on the old Miss roster. Lane Kiffin has the pro mentality where you don't play a whole lot of kids. You're going to play your starters the majority in the second string. The rest of the guys are kind of left out in the cold, so those guys are going to leave each and every year. Sure. All right, we'll come back with the head coach of the Ole Miss basketball team, Kermit Davis, after a timeout. It's the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yaw Hotline. Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw. Raw real estate. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. 
Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no farther than High Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Of things in our game day outlook brought to you by Roberts Wilson PA. They only represent the people, consultation free. They go to work immediately after being hired. So, for that free initial consultation concerning any injury, call 533 9111. 662-533-9111 or go to wegetjustice.com. Our friend and basketball coach Kermit Davis is with us. His team goes into the ESPN Events Invitational, gets to the championship game, beating Stanford, Siena, and then uh, 59-55 uh, drops one to Oklahoma. But, Coach, um, uh, I think we found a lot about your team in Orlando. Do you, do you agree with that, that you found a lot about these guys and, again, you trying to figure out that rotation, what do you think? Yeah, I don't think there's any question. I think you see it around a lot of college basketball, too. You know, we held serve at home, had some good moments, but uh, I think it's some good mid-major teams, but kind of stepped it up in a, in a level. And, uh, you know, you really saw the emergence of uh, Amari Abrams. I mean, T.J. Caldwell was really hampered by a bad ankle, and it was amazing what he did really there. Uh Thought Jamin Brakefield, you know, for the tournament, averaged about 13 and 8, played better. Javis McKinnis kind of found his way. So I don't think there's any question about it that our team improved. We've still got a lot of work ahead of us. Uh, disappointed we didn't win the game. But I know one thing, we're, we're a heck of a lot better uh, by playing in that tournament in Orlando. Coach, Gordon Ford here. You know, I watched y'all in there. It seems like y'all have got a lot more depth than you've had. You mentioned Jamin Brakefield. It seems like he's gotten a lot better. You know, people have been kind of hard on him. But, I mean, he's done some really good things. He handled the ball, a couple of Dr. J-type dunks in that tournament. Tell me about him and, you know, why he's gotten so much better. He just worked. I mean, he's been a year in the program and just worked his tail off. He wants to be coached. And you start looking at his numbers, Gordon, like the three games there. I mean, Jamin was uh, 15 for 27 from the field, 45% from the uh, three, 
72 from the line. Lettuce and rebounding eight. Average right at 13. I mean, really did. He just he was just solid. And yesterday, Lettuce and rebounding with 10. Got beat on some drives late that we've got to clean up. But but it's just his work habit, his attitude. Wants to be coached, and uh, he just really got himself in really good basketball shape. That's where I was going to go, Coach, because the times that, that I've been there in those two home games and had a conversation with him, he said the biggest thing was my body has changed and I feel different physically, and I think that's what we can see on the floor. Yeah, I mean, I, it goes from his diet, his sleep. I mean, he's worried about everything he puts in his body. Uh, I mean, he's just on a great, you know, regiment. That's a, that's what really good players do, and uh, he did. His body fat has gone way down. You can see, I mean, maybe played in too many minutes, but he played over 30 minutes for most of those three games down there. He's in excellent shape. Uh, so he's just going to keep getting better and better. Now we've got to get some guys behind him. You know, Robert kind of reactivated his knee a little bit in the practice uh, preceding Orlando. Uh, he tried to play. I don't think he had the same pop that he's had. But we got to get him and Josh Mabala thought Malik Ewing had two or three good minutes yesterday. So now we got to get some other guys to keep coming, too. What is, what is the deal, Kermit, with Mabala? Um, I, I thought he'd be getting 20, 25 minutes. Is he, <clears throat> has he got any nagging injuries or anything? You know, he, he's getting healthier and healthier, Chuck. Uh, you know, it was just kind of, you know, we tried to start him one game and play him at the five. He wasn't real comfortable. So we got to get him back to the, to the four. Uh, he has been hampered, I mean, from a knee and a hamstring and all that, but he's, he's healthy now, Chuck. And, uh, I just met with Josh for a long time, a few minutes ago. We'd watched a bunch of tape and, uh, I do. I, I think he'll have a good week of practice, but for our team to really reach a high ceiling, Chuck, Josh needs to really start playing, and uh, we got to get him more opportunities to get out there and uh, have his presence felt because he's a really good player. Coach, hopefully this Saturday you're going to get rough and back. And I mean, I know this is a good problem to have, but you're so you're so deep at guard now. How does how did things change? Are you going to get roughing in with Abram and with Morrell and pro- possibly Caldwell? You thought about maybe even running a four guard set at times. You got so many good players to choose from here. Yeah, you know, uh, Deshaun's playing. He saw the doc today. His knee looks really, really good. Uh, you know, he went on the trip, did a lot of individual workouts. He hadn't really been in a team workout yet in a while. So tomorrow he'll go through an individual workout, uh, non-contact on Wednesday, integrate into some five-on-five. The biggest thing is we just – we're still seeing the long-term picture with, with Deshaun this year, and we just want him to make sure he feels good. I think the biggest thing about these injuries like that is just how he responds when he kind of plays. And so we hope that he can get some minutes against Memphis, but that's going to be strictly how he, he responds. But I know he's prepping like he's going to play. And to answer your question, uh, you know, because Mo is getting in a great rhythm. It's great for him to be co-SEC freshman of the week, very well-deserving. Uh, can we play he and Mo together? We sure can. You know, and uh, can you play him and Matt and uh, Mo together? You can't. Now, we got to be a better rebounding team because Matt only got six rebounds in the tournament. He's got to do better than that if we're going to play a smaller lineup. So, uh, like you said, we've got some depth at those spots. But I sure hope for Deshaun's sake that he can come back, stay healthy, and, and really make some great progress start playing. Coach, uh I thought I thought the story of the tournament were just your 
two freshman guards uh, particularly uh, talking about, um, you know, the guys that you brought in this year. They're dynamite, Codwell and, and Abram. I mean, I'm, I don't know if anybody saw them coming along this quickly. Did you, before the season started, did you ever dream that they would be to this point this quickly? You know, I, you know, Mo averaging 21 a game in that tournament against that high competition. I don't know, but yeah, they're both really good players and good guys, and they got real good basketball IQ. I mean, you can tell how good a player they're going to be in time, and they both, but they let us in in scoring yesterday. You know, and uh, uh, and like I said, I, I can't I can't emphasize enough now about TJ's toughness for a young guy. I'm telling you, like, he's in a boot and he plays. And so, uh, but I'm proud of them. They're both going to be good. Malik Ewing's going to be a good player. I tell you who else, he hasn't had a chance. Robert Coward's going to be good. Just, just remember that. He's going to be a really good player. It's just we got some depth at that spot and he's young. But yeah, those two guys are, they just got to keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. And, uh, I can't wait to see where they're going to be. Hope, hopefully early February. 25 of 39, uh, for Abram on the, tournament i mean my gosh i don't know what more you can ask from a point guard yeah he, you know 10 assists five turnovers and yesterday five assists one turnover against a really good defensive team uh you know so yeah it was just an unbelievable uh three days for him we changed a few things up offensively they got him more in the middle of the court of the floor and then he, he did really good in transition and so yeah he it really was it was a great tournament for mo hope that give him some great great confidence uh, and probably the biggest thing I was excited about for him, Chuck, was that after that 26, the first night, kind of came out not not having his best stuff, took him out early, uh, and he responded really well in the second half. So that was good for a young guy to bounce back within a game and play good. Coach, y'all play Memphis towards the end of the week. You know, they're a high RPI team. What do you expect from them, and how are you going to play them? Yeah, you know, it's a – uh, as Penny, all of Penny's teams do, they play extremely hard. Uh, they played well down there. They lost that last second bank shot to, to Seton Hall. Uh, but, uh, athletic, two veteran guards. Is there two more veteran guards in college basketball, uh, than, than Lomax and the kid from SMU? I mean, they're just, they're just not really. I mean, they're both kind of fifth year guys. And so, a very veteran, uh, the big fella, Around the gold, very good. I mean, they just—they've got a well put together team. Guard extremely hard, play fast and transition. Always tough to beat there, uh, but I know it's a game both teams are looking forward to. Two really good teams, and uh, hope there's two NCAA tournament teams playing on Saturday. Coach, uh, last question here. I, th- I think you did an excellent job with your non-conference schedule, as we know that's so important when it becomes selection time, and then with the with the conference play coming in, so many teams are playing well. We've all seen what Alabama did, Tennessee did, and Mississippi State's undefeated. The SEC is going to be brutal. But I think the way the schedule lays out, it gives you a little room to continue to let your team grow. Just talk about how you set up this schedule. Yeah, you know, with eight new guys, uh, and it's a good point, uh, you know, we tried to – challenge ourselves in the first four games which we did which we think are some teams that can sure be NCAA tournament teams in their league obviously went to ESPN the Disney World tournament to play who we played uh, and then you know obviously at Memphis great RPI game and you come back and you know you got teams like Valparaiso 
Central Florida, Temple, North Alabama. So I, I do. I, I think they've got a great stretch of, of games that our fans can really latch on to our team and hopefully come out and start watching our team. Hopefully have a good faith, uh, good showing in Memphis. A lot of double fans will show up in the in the FedEx. So you do. And you start thinking about our early uh, conference schedule. You know, Tennessee, Auburn, Alabama, and Mississippi State, two of them on the road. And so, you know, it's just it's, it's going to be a difficult schedule for everybody. Uh, but you're right. I think you have some unbelievable opportunities to play some ranked teams. All right, Coach. We appreciate some time on this Monday night. Good luck to you Saturday in Memphis. All right, guys. Always great. Thanks, Coach. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, Coach. That's Thanks, Kermit Davis with us. You, you know, uh, we, we talk about what they did there and, you know the bracketologies are already coming out. You know we had Isn't that, that crazy. Then that, we had the question on Twitter, and they were the first team out of Joe Lenardi's <laughs> on ESPN. The the last one. Now he probably will update his tomorrow. And a lot of those go by and get based off of a guy named Ken Pomeroy. The Ken Pom is what they call it, right? And uh, and right now Ole Miss in Ken Pom is number fifty two, which puts them. Pretty much right on the bubble early on. Um, Memphis will be, as as Gordon pointed out, a really good RPI kit, whatever those kind of games, whatever it is, yeah. uh, to go and play, win it or lose it on the road. Um, so it'll be a good test for them. I think it'll be, you'll know a lot more about this team, which I think we did find out this uh, this weekend. Those young guys can go. No, those, they, those, they haven't had, they, they haven't had two guys like that enter the program, I don't know, maybe since the post, Provine Posse Chuck is. It's been a long, long time. Imagine when Ruffin comes back. Oh, it's I mean, right. They got star power. Yep. They're, they're, Matthew Morell is not going to play like that, like he did in the tournament. And that, I mean, he played as bad as he could play. Right. You know, it's, you know, we were talking about it prior to coming on. Right at the last two minutes, he had open shots that are going to go in for him, and yeah. they did not at the back end of that game. Last five shots of the game for Morell, he went over. Right, and they were open, points. like they yeah. were open looks. Yeah. He's going to knock down a couple of those, and you're yeah. going to win those games more time than not. Well, he was two for eight, three for nine, and first game he didn't play, but about five six, for eight fourteen. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's well below his normal shooting average. And uh, the 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 one question I wanted to ask Kermit that I think they're struggling a little bit is three point defense. I saw something today that they're ranked 314th in the country in three-point defense, and it's going to have to extend it a little bit, sounds like. C Spire Connerly Trophy awarded to the top college player in the state at the end of the football season. All week, uh, all year long, we have uh, given you each week here on Rebel Yell Hotline first the standout players from each football playing university and college in the state. And then, of course, we've got the 10 nominees to choose from, and let's start uh, with the four schools that were still left playing. Sophomore quarterback Jackson Dart, the player of the week for the Rebels. The Utah native had his best game, I thought, 30 of 38 for 250 yards and two touchdowns in Ole Miss's 24-22 loss in the Egg Bowl. Mississippi State, Nathaniel Watson is our player of the week for the Dogs. The Alabama native had 10 tackles, 2.5 tackles for a loss, a sack in MSU's 24-22 win over Ole Miss in the Egg Bowl. Yeah, I, th- I think Nathaniel's probably Mississippi State's best player on their team, just watching it through the year, and he showed it again in that Egg Bowl. Although Emmanuel Forbes is going to be, uh, I mean, really, really good, but I think he had even a bigger impact on State's team. For Southern Miss, senior running back Frank Gore Jr. is our player of the week for the Eagles. 
The Miami native finished out in style with 238 yards and a touchdown in USM's 2010 win over ULM. Proud of that kid. Gets him in a bowl game, too, right? Six and six for Southern Miss. Delta States with sophomore running back Alfonso Franklin is the player of the week for the Statesman. He had a game-high 137 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Delta State's heartbreaking 38-27 loss to West Florida in the second round of the D2 playoffs. West Florida came over uh, from two touchdowns down in the fourth quarter to win that game. Yeah, that was tough. Are they That's out? Tough. They're out. Yep. They're up two touchdowns with about nine minutes left, Chuck, and lost the game. And so the ten nominees for the Connerly Trophy again, Alcorn State's Jarvian Howard, the running back, Bell Havens, Connor Fordham, who's a linebacker, Delta State, Batesville native and quarterback Patrick Shegog, Jackson State quarterback Shadur Sanders, Millsaps Moise Tezo. I just wanted to read them so I could say Moise's name one more time. Uh, Mississippi College, Marcus Williams from Mississippi State, Emmanuel Forbes, the defensive back from Grenada. Mississippi Valley was Ronnie Thomas, who tackled uh, many, many guys uh, for that uh, Delta Devil team. Uh, at Ole Miss, Quinshawn Jenkins, the running back in Southern Miss, was Jason Brownlee at wide receiver. It's hard to argue with any of those players for those teams. The only one I would I know what Forbes has done and you know set the SEC record for returns picks for a touchdown. But that Nathaniel Watson now, I tell you what, uh, I think he maybe had 120 something tackles on the season, but he caused all kind of havoc for that Ole Miss offensive line. He's He's a baller. The flash. They went with the flash of Forbes. And not, yeah. not, not the consistent play. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that's the only one that I would have taken a second look at. I think Mr. Judkins is going to win that award, though. Well, when you win the SEC rushing record as a true freshman, the first uh, player since Herschel Walker, it'd be hard not to pick him. <laughs> yeah. Now the Egg Bowl loss does kind of sour the season, but this should be an individual that's award correct. for the best player. And there's no question that Junkins was the best player. We'll discuss recruiting. We've got good, bad, and ugly. And we'll finish up the program in just a few with the Rebel Yell Hotline. fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat and a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out on their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Get the best in men's apparel at Great Scott, located at 4400 Old Can Road in Jackson. They've been serving you for 35 years and voted top 50 men's clothing store in Esquire magazine. Along with a great clothing selection, they offer a full-service, old-fashioned barbershop. Their store hours are 9.30 to 6 Monday through Friday and 9.30 to 5 on Saturdays. Take note, the J&M Collection Fall Trunk Show is Thursday, November 17th with special event pricing. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram. Check them out, Great Scott, located at 4400 Old Can Road in Jackson. Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Connie Brazell with Morgan White Group. Connie can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which can save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Connie can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401k retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest, solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Connie today at 662-259-5552. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new interest off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. We'll wrap up another show. Gary, Chuck, Gordon, Yancey, all in studio with you. Time for the Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment. Since 1976, Go Orthodontics has been offering friendly, affordable, quality smiles. Oxford, Saltillo, South Haven, Corinth, and Collierville. Check them out. If you, by the way, need braces or Invisalign, mention Rebel Yell Hotline for $500 off. Let's go, Yancey. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about the Mississippi prospects that were at the Egg Bowl. Um, everybody's familiar with them. I counted it up. Every four or five star in the state of Mississippi for the next three classes were at this Egg Bowl. So let's start with them. Centarian Get Perkins out of Raleigh. Aiden Williams, the wide receiver out of Richland. Jamaris Brown, the defensive tackle out of uh, Moss Point. All three of those are committed to Ole Miss. We're at the game. Uh, 2023 safety Isaac Smith out of Itawamba AHS. He is the top non-committed player from Mississippi, still available. Dante Dowell, a big old running back, 6'2", 215. That would look good. He's still committed to Oregon. I think it's going to be a hard flip, but he came back for a second week. Gary, in the last month, intended the game. Braylon Burnside, a 24 receiver out of Starkville. Daniel Hill, a 24 athlete out of Meridian. Jeffrey Rush, a 24 defensive tackle out of Gula. 24 wide receiver Nolan White out of Ocean Spring. Good to see the coast getting some prospects back down there. 24 wide receiver J.J. Harrell out of North Panola. 25 five-star receiver Caleb Cunningham out of Ackerman. 25 um, four-star Jacoby Hobson out of Horn Lake and 25 QB Emily Parcilla out of Madison. 
Uh, good to see another four-star quarterback. All those guys, guys, were ranked, are, are ranked in the top uh, 250 prospects in the country in those three classes. So Ole Miss did its part by getting all those players up to Oxford. Uh, some more football tidbits. Ole Miss commits and Taron get Perkins uh, helped the Lions reach the 3A state championship game for the first time since 1995. He had 158 yards rushing, 11 tackles on defense. Um, another thing of note that I would say out of the 14 Ole Miss commitments, none of them have publicly said they're wavering because of the Ole Miss coaching situation with was Lane staying or going. I think that's something to keep an eye on. Ole Miss four-star running back target Christopher Johnson out of Miami took an official visit to Clemson when it was really thought to be down to Ole Miss and Miami. Now Clemson looks to be getting involved. Ole Miss running back target Kedrick Rescaco out of Texas moved to the on three um, sports number five running back in the country. And according to on three sports RPM meter, Ole Miss has a 95% chance to sign him. Now to the basketball tidbit, Gordon. Josh Hubbard, the four-star signee that Ole Miss had early out of Madison, Mississippi, has started his senior season on fire like a human torch. The last four games, he his stat line has gone from 39, 38, 42, and 47. That's some shooting there, my friend. And in baseball, the 2022 class finished number two. Their 2023 class is currently number six. 2024 just moved into the top 10, went a natty, and it happens. Ole Miss has never had back-to-back top 10 classes prior to the NIL area. That's our recruiting now for some good, bad, and ugly. Well, the good is good. we got Lane Kiffin locked down to be our football coach with a new contract. The man ain't perfect, but who among us is? And he's a heck of a football coach. And I sure didn't want to start over with a new regime uh, Lane has been given one of the best contracts in the country, and Ole Miss fans have responded with excellent NIL money, which is now over $10 million. It's time to go to work and move us forward. Eight and four is not going to get it. Got to do better. The basketball team went to the finals in their tournament last week and went two and one, beating Stanford and Siena and having Oklahoma on the hook before letting them wriggle out late in the finals. Nice, productive week for Kermit Davis's hoopsters. The bad, to let Mississippi State come into our house and beat us in the Egg Bowl game, played in the rain, was just plain bad. Chalk it up to whatever you want. The team being distracted with all the chatter surrounding Lane and Auburn, being outcoached, being outplayed. I don't care what the reason was. It was just plain bad. After gaining a 16-7 lead and then losing 24-22 was inexcusable. The Rebs scored one touchdown in the whole second half, and it came in the final two minutes of the game. Check this out. With eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter, Ole Miss had four yards of total offense in the second half. Hell, that that falls under the category of ugly more than bad. (laughs) It's really ugly. I just didn't understand why they didn't counter the zero blitzes, Chuck, with some misdirections, some slip screens, what you normally do. When you're rushing eight people with five offensive linemen, no tight ends to block them. I think they could have eaten their lunch doing that, but they – refused to do well, it. Well, right the one complaint I've had about the offense this year is that, and Lane even said it Saturday night, I mean Thursday night, uh, there have been games they haven't adjusted very well, and they didn't, certainly didn't adjust against Mississippi State. Yeah, he mentioned that in the postgame interview, that they just lined up, came right at the quarterback, played defensive backs one-on-one, and they did not adjust, and they mm-hmm. did not handle that. That's why I think you'll see quite a few coaches leave this year. 
That'll wrap up uh, the month of November with another Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline for Yancey Gordon. Chuck, hey, we'll come back. Maybe we'll have some good stuff for you next week. All right. In the meantime, thanks for being with us. Thanks to Will East, who ran things back in the studio tonight. Rhino, my friend, get well. Uh, Feel good. Get better. And all of that stuff. We'll be back next Monday night. So long. Howdy toddy.